global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. As that closing bell sounds, the Dow Industrial Average is down 137 points, three quarters of a percent, trading at 17,753. S&P 500 down 18.7 eighths of a percent at 2,063. And the NASDAQ is down 54 points, a loss of 1.1 percent at 47.63. U.S. equity benchmarks extended the downward spiral after global stocks fell earlier. Evidence of weak economic growth around the world fueled a retreat from riskier assets. Paul Nolte, portfolio manager at Kingsview Asset Management, says investors are concerned about global economic growth. This probably is, at least early on, a correction of the run that we've had from the February bottom. I mean, the market can't really rise at that pace forever. So I think we're, we're digesting some of those gains right now. Oil tumbled below $44 a barrel ahead of a government report that's expected to show an increase in crude supplies last week. West Texas Intermediate Crude Oil down $1.11 a barrel, 2.5% at 43.67. Spot gold down $7 a ounce at 12.88.80. And the 10-year treasury of 21.30 seconds with a yield of 1.79%. Among today's top business stories, auto sales approached records in some categories in April. Honda led major automakers with a 14.4% sales increase in the U.S. last month. Both its cars and SUVs sold well. Nissan sales rose 12.8%, and Fiat Chryslers were up 6% on record Jeep sales. Ford set an April record for SUV sales, which led to a 4% increase in its total sales. Only GM and Volkswagen saw sales declines. GM blamed a 3.5% drop on a strategy of cutting low-profit sales to rental car companies. Sprint is reducing its capital spending by 36% this year. It's betting it can conserve cash and still improve its wireless network and add customers in an increasingly competitive marketplace. UBS first quarter profit fell short of analyst estimates hurt by the weakest start to the year in investment banking. And now let's get an update of some of the other stories we're following today on Bloomberg Radio. Catherine, thank you. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. Former Assembly Speaker Sheldon Silver has been sentenced to 12 years in prison. Silver was convicted in November in a $5 million corruption case. The 72-year-old disbarred lawyer was a power broker in the Assembly for more than two decades. It's primary day in Indiana. Speaking in Evansville, Senator Ted Cruz criticized Donald Trump in a last-ditch effort to prevent the frontrunner from winning the state and most likely the GOP nomination. The country is depending on Indiana. If Indiana does not act, this country could well plunge into the abyss. Democratic presidential frontrunner Hillary Clinton's on the campaign trail in West Virginia. She told a Charleston audience the opioid and heroin epidemic in the U.S. has touched nearly every life in the nation, including hers. The young man that I knew the best was actually interning for me at the State Department. Both Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump are expected to win Indiana today. Secretary of State Kerry is condemning a deadly hospital attack in the Syrian city of Aleppo. He says the missile appears to have been fired from rebel-controlled territory. Kerry says the U.S. won't accept violence against civilians, whether it's by the Syrian government or by Western-backed opposition. At least 20 people died today when rocket fire struck the maternity hospital in a government-held section of the city. A three-month investigation has ended with the arrest of 13 people on charges of smuggling cocaine from Puerto Rico to the streets of New Jersey and New York. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by our 2,400 journalists in more than 150 news bureaus around the world. 
From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. Catherine? Thank you. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by SSNC. More experience, superior technology, independence, and expertise. That's how SSNC drives a future of fund administration. SSNC, they are the future of fund administration. Here's a quick check of the equity benchmarks as they begin to settle. Dow Industrial Average down 140 points to 17,750. S&P 500 down 18 points to 2,063. The Nasdaq down 54 points to 4,763. And that's a Bloomberg Business flash. Move around. Motion creates the motion. I feel the earth move under my feet. You move like they do. I've never seen anyone move that fast. All right, people, let's move like we've got a purpose. Something's called movers and shakers. They cost a little more. That name cracked me up. Bloomberg Taking Stock, Movers and Shakers, with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. Movers and Shakers for this Tuesday, May the 3rd, 2016. The constituents of the S&P 500, 102 move higher, 401 move lower, and two remain unchanged. Let's bring in Dave Wilson, Bloomberg Stocks columnist, to begin our Movers and Shakers. Dave. I want to talk about one of those 102. That would be Pfizer. I mean, because they were out with earnings and they were pretty well received. First quarter profit at the drug maker surpassed analyst average estimate in the Bloomberg survey. Revenue beat projections by the widest margin in more than a decade. And Pfizer raised profit and sales forecasts for the full year. So a lot of things going right based on those results. Pfizer shares among the 10 best performers in the S&P 500 today and also uh, top performer in the Dow Jones Industrial Average with a gain of 2.7%. All right, guys, I'm going to take a look at CVS. Their first quarter profit beat analyst estimates. They were helped by higher prescription claims and acquisition of a nursing home pharmacy business. Earnings at a buck 18 a share, excluding one-time items, comparing with a dollar 16 average of our Bloomberg uh, predictions. CVS has been bulking up through acquisitions to expand its presence in more pharmacy businesses as drug reimbursement rates decline. Revenue from nursing home pharmacy Omnicare bought in August for 129 $9 billion was a main driver of sales growth, Pam. All right, let's take a look at Pitney Bowes. The shares lower today by 9.5% as first quarter results missed analyst estimates. The uh, office technology provider missing estimates by $0.06. Cents. Adjusted earnings, $0.34 cents a share. Revenue also falling short. The company said it did not properly execute in its software solutions business, but is taking steps to correct that situation. Once again, shares of Pitney Bowes lower today by 9.5%. I'm taking a look at CBS because uh, they're just out with their latest results, and it looks like they're being pretty well received. Uh, adjusted earnings from continuing operations for the first quarter, a dollar to a share. Analyst average estimate in the Bloomberg survey, 94 cents. Uh, revenue pretty much in line with projections. But uh, just looking at CBS shares in late trading, uh, they're up uh, about 3%. Well, that's a good gain, and I guess I'm following Dave's lead because I'm looking at another uh, company's share prices up more than four, five percent today, and I'm talking about Sprint. Why do investors like Sprint today? Because they're reducing capital spending by 36 percent this year. They're betting they can conserve cash and still improve their wireless network and 
add customers in an increasingly competitive market. So this plan to cut spending is having a good uh, impact on Sprint today. Shares of Estee Lauder, uh, the cosmetics uh, company in beauty, uh, down nearly 4% today. This is the biggest drop in almost four months. Annual profit forecast trailing analyst estimates. They say it's being hurt by the strength of the U.S. dollar. Uh, dollar gains over the past two years have hampered international sales for Estee Lauder. They generate about 60% of their revenue outside of the United States. Once again, shares of Estee Lauder down about 4% today. Well, we haven't mentioned the day's best performer in the S&P 500 uh, yet, so let's do that. We're talking about uh, one of them anyway, FMC. This is the chemical company. Uh, they came out with first quarter results, uh, revenue and earnings, beating analyst estimates, and FMC raised its full-year profit forecast. So it's sort of the beat and raise idea, same thing that you had with Pfizer. And uh, for FMC, well, it was quite the performance today, stock up 8.5%. All right, thanks, Dave Wilson. Uh, time now for the Volatility Index Report. It is brought to you by the CBOE VIX Options and Futures. Volatility can be harnessed with CBOE VIX Options and Futures. See disclosures. Learn more at cboe.com slash powerful outcomes VIX. The VIX higher today, up more than 7%, a gain of 1.02, settling at 15.70. Uh, now, uh, if you look at the low volatility environment, it can be difficult uh, mainly because uh, it's fun to be complacent every once in a while, but no excuse for an investment manager to take these lulls as ordinary. Uh, we're going to see perhaps a pickup in volatility as we witnessed today uh, if the market begins to sell off. All right, Dave, you're up. Uh, hi, uh, my name is Dave. Wilson, where are you? Wilson! Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? We're going for a price on Wilson. Open up the door, it's Dave. Who? Dave. Hey, So, Dave Wilson, your stock of the day is a 150-year-old paper company that uh, got hit by something today. Oh, they sure did, Kathleen. We're talking about P.H. Glatfelter. Uh, they're a paper producer. They've been around since the Civil War era. They're named uh, for founder Philip Henry Glatfelter, though uh, it's commonly known as just Glatfelter today. company's been publicly traded since 1950 and is listed under the ticker GLT. Glatfelter shares tracked the bull market in U.S. stocks for the first five years. They reached a record $32 in February 2014. During the next two years, they tumbled as much as 56% as commodity prices fell. Glatfelter reached a low in January. The stock's attempt at a recovery was set back today after first quarter results were released. Company earned 37 cents a share on revenue of $402.8 million, and both those numbers trailed analyst average estimates in a Bloomberg survey. Chief Executive Dante Perini said in a statement that weaker demand for coffee filters, tea bags, and other food and beverage papers hurt the company's results last quarter. And in response, shares of Glatfelter tumbled almost 15%. That's the biggest one-day drop for the stock since 2008. Thank you very much, Dave Wilson, Bloomberg Stocks Commons. Dave, just to mention, you know, you talk about the history of Glatfelter. They led the industry at one point with the installation of the world's largest paper machine. They switched to making paper using wood fiber instead of rags. That was back in the 1880s. Absolutely. And their current CEO is only the second non-family member to run the company in its 150-year-plus history.
Well done. Dave Wilson, Bloomberg Stocks Commerce. Go ahead. Sign up for his daily email newsletter. It is free. Just send him an email at dwilson at bloomberg.net. This is Bloomberg Radio. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by NYCB. Ask about their My Community Interest Checking with free NYCB online and mobile banking. Earn more, get more. Visit nycbfamily.com for details.